T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Beltway Blitz time on Grant and Danny. Coming up in just a moment, we're going to spin you around town, get you the latest on the teams you care the most about. We've been telling you, though, that we're giving away tickets to the Washington Auto Show. So right now, caller 10 at 800 636-1067. Congrats. You're winning a four-pack of tickets to the auto show at the convention center. Show's going to be running the 20th through the 29th, starting tomorrow, this January. Buy your tickets now, WashingtonAutoShow.com. See the newest show features and the best the industry has to offer. Latest models, electric vehicle exhibits, indoor and outdoor ride and drives, so much more. We are giving away tickets throughout the week, right here on Grant and Danny, every day at 4 o'clock. Let's kick off the Blitz on the hardwood. How about those Wizards last night at Madison Square Garden? Wes Hall, pre and post, NBC Sports Washington, worked the broadcast, 116-105. They won by 11. They got a great night from Coos and a great night from Porzingis, Wes. Yes, indeed, Grant. I appreciate you having me on. I'm sitting there trying to get those auto show tickets if you can. <laughs> um, no, good night for basketball. The return of Bradley Bill, he gives you 18. And what almost felt like a distraction of sorts for him being out there, but, man, when you get a double-double out of Coos and KP on top of that, I'll take it. And, of course, getting a little payback from the last time we saw the Knicks. So, well played by the Wiz. I thought they were terrific last night, Wes. Start to finish, all four quarters. Everybody pitched in, contributed. Defensively, they were good. Even though Rui didn't hit any shots, he was actually, you know, I thought pretty effective in a presence on the court. How do we get that consistently? Because that's kind of been the mark here. I, I know the lineup's been in flux with some injuries, but if they could find a way to to, to, to be that together and play that hard, especially on defense or nightly basis, they'd be in a better spot than they are right now. You're absolutely right. And I think it makes just really come down to the fact that we have a full roster and that not so much just about the top part with Brad Coos and KP, but when you're able to put the lawn right where he belongs and, and have Jordan Goodwin able to contribute. And like you said, even though Rui had an off night, then he made up for it by giving you 14. So, it, it all balances out. You're not going to have everybody, you know, going, giving you A marks every night. But if you can get most of the guys giving you A's and B's, you'll pass. I can't believe I used a school metaphor for that. Wow. Not bad. Uh, how about the trade rumor with Rui Hachimura? Uh, that came out yesterday. They're going to have to make a move or two, presumably. What would you make of that? 
I add that to the bucket of, you know, Coos trade rumors, Brad trade rumors, uh, you know, stock trade rumors, whatever. You know, it's, it's it always happens this way. Chris Miller calls it silly season just because you never know. And, you know, thankfully that's not my job to work out trades and stuff. But as far as I'm concerned, you know, it, it's all hearsay and conjecture until, you know, until further notice. Right now, Rui's a wizard, and that's all I care about. And as long as he can, you know, bounce back from a game like he had the other night, we'll be fine. Porzingis specifically last night, Wes, I loved what he was doing attacking the rim. You know, basically yes. you know, with the hard closeouts. I think every time Julius Randle was on him, it seems like it was pump fake to the dribble and he got to the foul line a bunch of times. I thought that was something. I, I you know, I, I don't know if you could do that every night because you'll take a beating going that way, but that was really refreshing to see, almost like it was part of the game plan. What about Chris Tapps? Uh, look, not only did he do that, but he knocked down all six of his free throws as well. Him being aggressive is an asset for this team. And, you know, it's really about being comfortable using his size to his advantage. He knows that hey, no matter what you do on the floor, the ball has to go up to the 10-foot rim and then go in the hoop. So I'll just meet you there. And I love that he's being aggressive on that. And, you know, taking the punches and, and bumps and bruises that come with it, because if you're going to have 11 rebounds, you're, then, yeah. you're definitely in there fighting for him. So I'm proud of that. Wes, what's going on at Capital One Arena this weekend? What do you guys got brewing? Oh, this is going to be good. Basketball day in the DMV. It's going on all day long. Matter of fact, there's actually going to be some girls games on the 20th. But the 21st, all day long, boys and girls high school games from starting at 10 o'clock on ABC Sports Washington Monumental Sports Network. One o'clock game, DeMatha versus Word of God out of North Carolina. Big game. We all know Word of God is where John Wall came from, T.J. Warren, Isaiah Todd, who's on the go-go right now. Like, that school, that pedigree, at Cap 1, taking on DeMatha, and I don't even need to wax poetic about DeMatha's heritage. Big game. I'm going to be doing sideline for that game, so I'm excited about that, too. So it's going to be a great day for high school hoops in the area. If you believe in this area and the region and the talent that comes from here, this is definitely something you want to put on your calendar. Nice, dude. Next month plus, just looking at the Wizards' schedule, pretty challenging, I feel like. I think then maybe it opens up for them with, with some more home dates coming up, but I feel like they've got a pretty tough road ahead. Yeah, this next five games, if you're looking at Dallas, Houston, New Orleans, Pelicans, and through Detroit, that's that. But there is a stretch of West Coast games with Golden State, Portland, and Minnesota. That's going to be a challenge right around Valentine's Day. So we'll try to pump a little bit of love into the system. But after that... Then we get those home games, and that's where we want to start trying to, you know, get back towards this 500 thing. Wes, thank you, bro. Great having you on the show as always. Gentlemen, I appreciate it as always. Have a great one. Thanks, buddy. Be good, man. Let's talk some hockey. The color commentator extraordinaire, ladies and gentlemen. The analyst on the Caps Radio Network, Benjamin Uh Raby, boys and girls. How about you in the booth breaking it down with old John Walton? One night only. They have to call for the righty. So, next man up mentality. You know how it is. Got to deal you, with you it. You came in throwing gas, though. Struck out the side. But, little 97 on the black. I see you pitching for the Blue Jays, eh? Yeah, yeah. Capitals Radio Network booth. Uh, you know, having to deal with some adversity. You know, the injury bug hitting all of us. But, uh, you know, we look forward to seeing Ken Sabrin back next week. And in the meantime, yeah, the righty came in. I think we did okay. First of all, you're you're being very modest. It's awesome. Second of all, serious question. We all think John Walton's incredible. That guy's a Terminator who barely breathes and talks for minutes straight, like with all the action that's taking place from two miles high in, in the booth. Give him a Walton. Tee him up. 
Well, I'm just saying, like he could he could pick apart like the like the 97th dude in the organization. But just give him a walk. That shot, the puck goes to the corner. The probably the greatest dump in in the history of mankind. There's Mantha charging in, looking for the boards. Finds it, doesn't see the puck. Like he's just going. Like everything is boom, 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 and you're just there. Like how do you? Is it intimidating to then stick Ben Raby commentary in there? Like how do you know when the windows are? We're good. You should see him during the uh, TV timeouts when the spot the cow takes place on the scoreboard. Yeah. You know, that's where you see John at his best, really. That's where the real energy comes out. Section 412, he's right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's in Section 112 again. Nine o'clock puck drop for the Caps tonight. They're playing in one of the most immaculate hockey buildings in the history Classic of, of the NHL. I mean, when I think... Barnes, I got to get to. I think I mullets. Think mullet arena, baby. Coyotes. By the way, how about, how about that for John and the fans tonight? He, he And yeah. same with Joe being locker. They're 12, 13 rows up. They're, there's no there's no established press box there. I'm they're, excited they're, they're for them there. to they're, be they're able to reach people. over and grab yeah. a French fry. Yeah, good seats tonight. We'll hear what the coaches are saying. <laughs> that's, that's the setup for tonight. Yes, at mullet arena, the Arizona Unreal. Coyotes temporary home. It's it's at least three seasons, from what we understand, that they're going to be playing there. It's how how is that possible? That... Like that, I'm sorry, that's a joke, and I don't know enough about the arena specifically. Mm-hmm. To Why say are you that mad it's... at Ben? Well, but it's just stupid. I mean, it's the NHL. The, the, I saw the locker room. It looks like folding chairs from the rec department. Like really, that's what we're doing for three years. Someone should stop that. Where's Gary Bettman at? At, at least he's a strong endorser, not necessarily of this. <laughs> Not necessarily of this exercise, but in all seriousness, a strong endorser of keeping the team in Arizona. They're almost at a point of no return. Much has been invested by the league trying to keep the team in the desert, be it in Glendale, now they're in Tempe. So here's here's the Coles notes, here's the brief version. It's a temporary home. They've got a vote. They're looking forward to building a new arena, a new entertainment district, you know, one of these big complexes in Tempe. They'll know a lot more in May. There's a vote coming up in May. It comes down to a referendum with the citizens. But they're waiting on a vote in May. And if it gets approved, they're going to continue playing out of this, you know, temporary home on the campus of Arizona State while they wait for their new shiny digs to, to come up. If the vote doesn't pass in May, then ultimately after all these years, they'll have to, they'll have to look at options outside the market. All right, Benjamin, actual matters of hockey here. Caps all of a sudden haven't played as well lately. That was bound to happen. Some regression after they were basically a buzzsaw for a month and a half. But here lately, they've, they've looked a little shaky. What have you seen, and how can they turn it around? Yeah, actually, pretty encouraged the past couple of games. You're right. They've lost three of four and five of eight. That sample size starting to grow. But the past couple of games, they showed flashes, certainly, and that come from behind win against the Islanders. And the other night against Minnesota, despite the 4-2 loss, uh, they generated quite a bit offensively as far as opportunities. The finish wasn't there again, but again, they were strong defensively. A couple of goals from distance that, that made their way past Charlie Lindgren the other day off a couple of screens and deflections, et cetera. But uh, they, they've shown glimpses that they're trending in the right direction, really, the past few games. I think returning to a little bit more of what we saw when they were on that heater in December. I've been very encouraged, in particular, by Alina Milano, and Backstrom and Wilson, Tom Wilson, it seems every game is looking more and more like, you know, the Tom Wilson of old that we've come to come to be used to and spoiled by in this market. So encouraging signs in that regard. I think if there is an area they're still really, really looking to clean up and, and see improvement in, it's the power play, which uncharacteristically has been 
experiencing a pretty significant lull here, an 0-for-13 drought over the past six games. And the power play, it's not only the lack of finish. They really haven't generated much in terms of possession time, opportunities, momentum. There's really very little that's been clicking on the power play. So certainly something as they begin this three-game road trip, uh, they'll be looking to improve on. Nice job on the radio call, buddy. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks, fellas. Thank you. See you, buddy. Ben Raby, Caps Radio Network. All right, lastly, the football squad. Let's talk about the commanders. We got Matt Paris of the Washington Times, our guy here on the Beltway Blitz. Matt, get us up to speed. Who is actually interviewed for the OC job, and what interviews are planned that haven't happened yet? Yeah, they've had three interviews so far. Charles London was the latest. He's the Falcons quarterback coach in Atlanta. And then they've also talked to Ken Zampezi, their quarterback's coach, and uh, Pat Shermer who used to coach the Giants and was the Broncos coordinator, a guy who worked with Rivera all the time. The, the only name that we haven't really mentioned that they put in a request to interview is Eric Studesville from uh, Miami. He's their running back coach and has previously served as a coordinator also in Miami last year. Matt, I know how I feel, but how should we generally feel about a couple of offensive coordinators that may not be the hottest names on the planet telling them to pound sand? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this is I, I don't, this is going to be a very slow-moving process. I mean, you know, I, I think for Daryl Bevel telling him to, to eat rocks, I mean, I, I guess that's insulting, but he also told the Jets that, too. The Jets have uh, a pretty intriguing offensive task. So, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think Rivera's situation going into potentially a lame duck year definitely is challenging for them to, to find the top candidates, but – you know, I think they're going to take this time for it. And I, I guess I have more questions about the approach on what type of offense they want to be rather than who they'll actually end up with. Expound upon that. What do you mean? So just, you know, if they want to be a run-first offense and really want to commit to this bit, how effective can that be uh, in 2023? You know, we saw it last year. It was effective for stretches, but they were in nail-biters of games every time. And that's just it's such a tight wire rope to, to walk every time. And, you know, you need your defense to perform. And, you know, just because the defensive performance was a great turnaround last year, I mean, we saw in 2021 that that's pretty volatile. And, you know, that they can see that that happens with NFL defenses. Just because you're good one year doesn't mean you're going to be good automatically the next. Matt, if we believe their rhetoric about wanting to run the dang ball and physical and run the ball woo and, and you know, first, second, and third down, run the ball, and then see what happens later. Wouldn't Greg Roman be the perfect candidate for that? Yeah, no. I, I, I kind of agree. I mean, I was clowning him a little bit on Twitter over the weekend, but, I mean, it, it, it does make a lot of sense that they were a super productive offense, rushing offense, when he was at the helm. Now, Lamar Jackson, I think, opens up a lot of possibilities. That's not happening here, but, you know, Sam Howell, we, we can see him get creative with the way he's able to run the ball. So, you know, I, I do think it's an intriguing fit. I guess my question on Roman, and I think if they're going to do this run-the-ball thing, he should be the hire if he'd say yes to the gig, is the passing game. A lot of people will tell you he can't design passing games, and for McLaurin it'd be terrible news, let alone Dotson and Samuel. I don't necessarily agree to that. I looked it up. You know, when he was in San Francisco Anquan Bolden had fantastic years. Michael Crabtree had awesome year. 
Sammy Watkins in Buffalo when he was calling plays had a 1,000-yard year, which he's never had since. So I think wide receivers have thrived when he's actually had quarterbacks that prioritize throwing to wide receivers and maybe, you know, Jackson, Kaepernick, whoever else. That wasn't necessarily the way the offense went with those guys by design. But what's your take on having the weapons they have and, and whether or not Roman would be bad news for them? Yeah, you know, I, I think it's a little bit overblown. I mean, I think the Ravens' problem was that they weren't able to find, you know, star-quality receivers. Rashad Bateman's very promising, but after him, you know, Hollywood Brown wasn't that consistent, true threat that you always wanted to be, and, and so they traded him. You know, uh, I think there was some concern, just looking from afar, that the Ravens' situation didn't draw uh, top receivers. They didn't want to sign there, so maybe that's a factor, but you know, Washington already has three reliable receivers in place. So if, if you're looking to uh, attract uh, receivers, you know, that that's not really a problem because they already have them on the roster. What percentage chance would you give that Sam Howell is, in fact, the starting quarterback going in the next season and for the majority of next season, injury notwithstanding? Uh, I think is 75 too high or is that too I mean, I think it's, it's pretty – it's on track right now, you know, like based on kind of talking to people over the weekend, it, it seems like they are set with him being the likely starter. He's going to have to earn it unless he completely falls apart in training camp or, you know, a, a guy falls to them in the draft that they love. I think they are going to try and explore this cheaper alternative after committing so many resources to Wentz last year. I think they want to go the, the cheaper route and – uh, try and develop a guy. Matt Paris of the Washington Times. Remember when we did the get to know you bit with uh, uh, a couple of the members of the Blitz, including Wyman over at NBCSportsWashington.com? Do you remember that? I don't, but uh, it sounds fun. Okay, so we need to do a get to know you with Matty Paris. You okay. ready? Yeah, I'm into it. Matt, you're going into a sub shop. We're looking for a cold sub. What are you? What's your choice? What's your option? Oh, should I get the Danny Rulier? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. You could, you could get the you Danny You got a guy. Rulier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Uh, I, I'm normally an Italian guy. Yeah, it's perfect. Um, that, that, yeah, that, that's the the move. Uh, no lettuce, no tomato. But besides that, uh, you know, all, all that normally. What's your weird proclivity when it comes to like Netflix or like documentaries and things like that? Like for me, it's obscure sports teams being chronicled for a year. Like, do you have a thing that you'll always watch? Uh Cooking competitions yep. normally. Um, haven't given this new Netflix one a, a try yet, but it, it's on the radar. Mm-hmm. I've been watching old te- seasons of Top Chef. Uh, I'm watching Bobby Flay right now as I write. So, you know, beat uh, Bobby Flay. I'm, I'm a sucker because yes, beat Bobby Flay. Actor marathons on Thursday. Uh, actor that everyone likes that you don't like. Oh God. Um, don't really have one off the top of my head, and given the time constraints of radio, I don't know. Don't take your time. Just anything you need. Uh, okay, how about favorite actor? Guy that's in a movie, you're going to see it. Uh, Tom Cruise, Socks for Tom Cruise. Uh, Collateral is his best movie. Uh, wow, that is a best yeah. movie. That's a bold Best statement. movie, Matt Paris. <laughs> that is a tough statement. Uh, yeah, that, that's a phenomenal movie. I, I think about, uh, yeah, just my, yeah. A uh, couple of those scenes, that that club shootout scene is incredible. Uh, you know, Few Good Men is great too. But uh, Tom Cruise, very rewarding actor. 
what is your number one hottest sports tick? Like Matt Paris is the czar of sports tomorrow. You snap your fingers and this your will is done on blank. Oh, that's that's a good one. I mean, I'm just gonna. Uh, I don't necessarily know if it's a take, but the sport of boxing doesn't get enough love mainstream. Uh, I'm a big boxing guy. Just great stuff. Uh, I just wish it had more national prominence because I would love to be covering that all the time. It would be nice though if we got to see the fights we want to see, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it be neat? That was that's kind of my annoyance with boxing is. Sure. I wanted to see Pacquiao Mayweather for like six years, and then I didn't anymore, and then I got to see it. All right, I'll, I'll give you a hipster uh, fight that was just agreed upon. In uh, Japan later this summer, May, June, uh, Naoe Inoue, he's, yep. the, uh, he's moving up to 122 pounds. He's going to fight Stephen Fulton. It's a super fight. Both guys are in their prime. Both guys are some of the best fighters in the sport. Uh, you should check out that one because that's, that's going to be an incredible fight. That's a deep cut from Matty P. He you, ain't joking, you man. You didn't know it was like that. I don't know either Paris. one of those guys. He was at uh, that event in D.C. until like 3.30 in the morning, right before a Commander's game. Uh, Matt, thank yeah. you, buddy. Good catching up. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks, Matt. See, if you didn't know, now you know. That you didn't know he was such a cooking show guy. I love that answer, by the way. That's what I was going for. Like, the thing that he he's like, actually, I watch crime documentaries about things that happen in my neighborhood or whatever, right? He was like, Cooking shows. I'm trying to think what my answer would be. I guess it would be anything true crime. I don't know, but that's what I, you, I that's what that's you're so doing. So mainstream. Though. No, but yours, but yours is beyond yours. Is, it's your like. There's the documentary about the unsolved mystery, or like the staircase, or like you watched. Um, what's the Netflix one that everyone watched with the with the kid that went no, yeah, oh, making a murder, making murder. Like everybody watched that. So true crime stuff. Dassey, Brandon yeah, Brandon Dassey. Yours is like. A person was killed in the house you're in now. Here's how it happened. Here's no, how guy. it could happen. And I'm you're like, watch, watch this. You know, <laughs> no that's what way. you like. I would not. That's like an Eric Bickle thing. I I don't know if I could do that. If it's in my house, ah, I don't want to know. About a man that. named Grant who was 34 was murdered. Here's how. <laughs> like you watch that. That I would watch yeah. for sure. I have to know how to avoid that as best as possible. G&D with you on the fan until 6.30. 5 o'clock coming up in 35 minutes. We've got a chance to blitz the division. Sadly, we're going to talk to three people who cover teams that aren't Washington in the division who are all covering playoff games this weekend. Because at least one and maybe two of those teams will be in the NFC Championship game next week. So we'll blitz the NFC East next. What team are you rooting for? There are eight remaining. Who do you want to see win the Super Bowl? Now that your commanders are out, let's get into that next on Grant and Danny. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back, Grant and Danny on the fan. <laughs> I'm laughing. So I was just in the studio. Yeah. Hey, can you fire up Clarissa Explains It All, please? <laughs> By the way, in 30 minutes at 5 o'clock right here on Greg and Dave, we're blitzing the NFC East, talking to three folks who cover the other teams in the division, getting ready for playoff games. Uh, without further ado, though, we need to, to talk to Ryan Clary. So, Danny, you, you don't really bet on sports, right? Not terribly often, but I do. Uh, yeah, a novice. Uh, what's your take on betting on basketball and how difficult it is to hit or how easy it is to win when betting on the NBA? It's a great question. Um, it's certainly not easy. Anybody who tells you it's easy is probably selling a service <laughs> of some kind. But yeah, it, it's it's hard. I mean, late minute, last minute scratches. Is it did the, Were the guys out the night before? Is the second game of a back-to-back? The There's problem. a lot of research it, into it. Yeah. T- teams take nights off. Even when they're playing guys, they uh-huh. take nights off. So Ryan just said... It, Betting on the NBA, it's way easier than the other. It's so easy. Mm. I said, I'm sure, I'm sure it's easy. Easy or I'd, I'd say, uh, okay, that's probably not a bit much. I, for the record, I think other than in the playoffs, I've probably had the hardest time betting on the NBA than any other sport during the last couple of years on FanDuel uh, with, with uh, the ability to now bet in Virginia and. Uh, as of like three hours ago in Maryland. So welcome to the party. Hi, wait, Maryland. Wait till you guys get cars. You're going to love it. Oh. Congrats, Darius. Uh, DVDs are sold at Best Buy. You should go check one of those out. Brian, the NBA is so easy, huh? Yeah, it's real easy. I mean, this stems back to my 2020 heater is what I call it. During the bubble, I was on fire. I was hitting about 80% of my bubble bets. And ever since then, I've just been an NBA betting guy. 80%. I'm so sure 80%. On, I just kept betting the heat. They so, were underdogs every game, and so I won. he says to me, he's like, it's so easy betting against the spread in the NBA. I said, pull up the games. Let's see what your record is tonight. I said, I bet you don't go over 500. So the first game we get to is Warriors plus seven in Boston tonight. Okay. okay? And he's like, oh, you kidding me? I'll put 100 bucks on the Warriors right now. Just so such a big game. Just such a big unit. $100, by the way. So I'm like, such a Randy $100? Johnson. You're just going to put it on? He's like, yeah, I'll put $100. I'm like, what do you have in this account? He's like, 45. I was like, so you're probably not going to put 100 on it. But Mr. Shark over here, yeah. Mr. Never Missed an NBA Bet, somehow only has 45 Mark bucks Cuban. in his account right now. What Did you, empty Grenier. Out? you no, just I, spend that money at the restaurant last night? I've zeroed out once in my entire betting life. 
I do not zero out. I do not lose when it comes to betting. I am. This is something oh. where I'm good at. Wait, wait. Can can I say though? Mm-hmm. And this is needs to be said. I I thoroughly enjoy uh, making bets on Fanduel, and it's for entertainment. A couple bucks here, a couple bucks there. Nobody's lives are changing with what I'm putting down. Mm-hmm. If you bet on sports, you will lose. People, people. don't. No, 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 Ryan. If you were a good sports better who won consistently, which I do, you no, you wouldn't have forty five dollars in your account. Let's start with that, and you wouldn't be working here right now. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I mean, just... you're you're right, but I I guess I'll just have to start taking tallies of what I bet because I'm telling you, I pick winners when it comes to the NBA. How did you end up at forty five? You pick winners when it comes to well, the I, NBA. Well, yes, of course. Have you ever cashed out winnings? Yes, all the time. So so you're saying that your account would be a lot higher than that. I cash out about every few weeks. I have never hit zero besides one time about a year and a half ago. Besides one, one time. time. Short, that was, you know, a year and a half ago, shortly after that 2020 heater you were on. That's a good it point. Was. It was. It was a nice little heater during the NBA bubble. But then what happened? But I just went through a little cooler. All right, yeah. so let's can we track his NBA plays for a co- just a couple nights? We don't have to get crazy and do it on the show every single day because I think that that can be a really bad segment when we just pick games and everyone listens to our picks and nobody wants to hear that. Having said that, Ryan, for the sake of this conversation, mm-hmm. let's hear your picks for tonight. Someone track this. Someone tweet us tomorrow. What are Ryan's picks? All right, so I have Golden State plus seven going against the Celtics. I mean, that's easy. I may even consider going Golden State money line on that. Minnesota plus five and a half going against the Raptors. The Raptors stink, and the Timberwolves are good. That is the simple, simple math there. Brooklyn Nets Hold minus. On. Danny's miffed. Why are you miffed? What, like it's it was very declared. Minnesota's a couple games under five hundred. Mm-hmm. They're good, and and Toronto's terrible. I think they're two games a game and a half worse. Yeah, and, and that's Toronto's what I'm saying. twenty and twenty five. Minnesota's 22 and 24. No, I'm not right and you're telling you that Toronto's great or anything, but like... So the difference in those two teams is a game and a half in the standings. And you're saying one is terrible and the other is good. Yes. Okay. Minnesota plus five and a half at home as well. Easy. Brooklyn Nets minus three going against the Phoenix Suns. The Suns aren't the Suns without Devin Booker, similar to my Lamar theory. Which bit you in the ass, by the way. You you took the Bengals to cover because Lamar wasn't playing. Yeah, it didn't go well. That's fine. That's the NFL. I'm an NBA guy. All right. 76ers minus two against the Portland Trail Blazers. The Blazers stink, and the Sixers are good. It's that simple. Parlay it. Make some money. It's fun. It's fun to win. Mm. Win with me. The Blazers stink? They're, they're fine. They're, they're fun, but they're they're just okay. Yeah. They're, they're, the they, they, they have a better record than the team he just said is well, yeah, terrible. They're a game behind Minnesota in the standings, by the way. The 11, <laughs> 11 seed to the 10 seed. Right. The Minis- now, here's the thing. Minnesota, I think, is without Rudy Gobert and Carl Anthony Towns. We're just we're sure well, they're but, good. But that was the other thing, though, was he was like, I'll go with Brooklyn. And then Darius is like, Kevin Durant's not playing for weeks. And he's like, good point. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that was our sharp. You know, our, our shark over here. And he's like. Still going with Brooklyn. I mean, it's, I don't know. It's true. But then again, I would have done my research before placing these bets. Yep. Darius did it for me. He did. And therefore, I decided to stick to my guns. Brooklyn Nets minus three tonight. Here's what I want to do. Because I, I really don't want to do it on air, but I want to at least update people. Can you and Ryan, behind the scenes, 
for about a week, just track his NBA plays. Just, All right, got it. Maybe post him on the Facebook page or something. Exactly. I I will bet, and this is not an anti Ryan take. This is just a this is how the world works take. He will not go over five hundred. He says he doesn't miss in the NBA. Which, if if you're batting like seven fifty, we need to just someone should be writing a story about him, and he should be working for a, a network out in Vegas somewhere. I think he's going to bat about four twenty three. Uh, now, how many picks? Because what you have four picks tonight, or five picks? Uh, I can come up with the fifth play. There, there's only a few games on tonight. It's Thursday. There's four games on tonight. I will be able to go with four plays from here on out for the next week. How about All right, that? Let's do that. I'll keep track of them, and right. yeah, I'll keep Just them posted on Facebook. Just yeah. So five games tonight, full slate Friday, good slate Saturday and Sunday. So let's get a, a good slate games. to pick from. Yep. Let's do five games for the next week. And five then, games a night. There's and, a game on right now that I could bet, and I do have a juicy bet for it. If I want to, if that could be our fifth play. Are we going to go for it? That's up to you. All right, we're going to go for it. Detroit plus 16 and a half going against the Chicago Bulls. Detroit plus 16 and a half right now, 609 left in the third. That's what I'm rolling with for my fifth play. Rich and only just uh, tweeted us, so we've got them. I'm going to I'm gonna just favorite this tweet here so that I save these. All right, thank you. It's just the confidence. And I walk in there's like, dude, you know what you need to do? Yeah. You need to start betting the NBA. I'm telling you, young like, people. I try. It's very hard. And he goes, I never miss on the NBA. It's so easy. First of all, nothing's easy when it comes to this game that we're playing, okay? Yeah. Nothing's easy. And second, the NBA certainly isn't. You, you think the Bucks are going to roll. Giannis is going to go 30 and 20. And Milwaukee just decided the night before that it was someone's birthday, and they all got in at 4 in the morning. Right. Good or, luck. Well, Giannis had a, had a bad piece of broccoli or something, so he's just not in it tonight. I, I wish I had the confidence that, that Ryan and his generation have. It's unbelievable. It's unflappable. Doesn't matter what adversity is thrown their way. They just believe. It's, it is nice, though, I would say. Joshua's in Upper Marlboro and Grant and Denny. What's up, Joshua? <laughs> Hey, guys. Hey, your last guest um, mentioned Tom Cruise, and it reminded me. He broke up. Oh, he broke up. Phone went away. We appreciate the call. It reminded him. It sounded like a Joan was coming. Sounded like someone was about to catch something. I think someone was going to catch a little (laughs) We're all kind of bracing right there. I was like, was that me? Is it going to be me? Yeah, yeah. Whenever, like the, it reminded me at. Who knows what? But the giant mistake that Danny made that embarrassed him, and everybody called him out for three years. Next on GND, who are you rooting for this weekend in the playoffs? And who do you want to see win the Super Bowl out of this field as a Commanders fan without your beloved club? Something we might be able to take calls on down the road. But I, I want to know, Danny, who you're pulling for. I'll tell you what team I'll be rooting for. Grant and Danny on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela 
is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Boy, Darius, a little Lupe fiasco for your guy. I like that. Two games on Saturday, two on Sunday. We got a four-game weekend ahead in the NFL playoffs, and then there were eight. Jaguars underdogs at the Chiefs in Kansas City. Somehow the Chiefs in this Andy Reid, Pat Mahomes era have never not been favored in a playoff game. <laughs> I, I just figure that out. Yeah. Giants at the Eagles on Saturday. Another one seed off of a bye. They didn't want to give those teams an extra day, so they're both playing on Saturday. I think the Giants are live, man. I'm not going to take them to win the game outright. I do think they have a chance to cover, though, and if Daniel Jones plays at the level he did against the Vikings, will be difficult because he's not going to get to face Minnesota's defense again. Eagles' defense is great. 70 sacks, one of the highest totals ever. Evan Neal, a liability on that offensive line for the Giants, might get exposed. But if Jones plays really well, they can beat Philly. They can hang around, man. And I think we slept on this when we talked about this game yesterday. The Eagles just have not been at the same level. You brought up that Jalen Hurts hasn't played great in several weeks. I mean, you're talking about a month, essentially, since they last looked really good. And he's played like one game in four or five weeks. Just in and of itself, that put his period on that sentence is a big deal. And he wasn't great in the game he played. So if I was an Eagles fan, I'd be nervous. There's reason to be. Again, this this Giants team is a pain in the butt to play against. That's their whole mo. That's their mantra. They're all pulling the rope. They they're like the uh, they're like the Indians, Cleveland Indians in Major League, right? Nobody thinks they should be there. All the analysts, everybody will look at the the, the board. I mean, I, I harp on this each and every season when people are talking about how to build the team and what we're supposed to do. This is very simple. Nine of the top ten offenses are in the postseason this year. There's no other corollary that matters. Everyone should stop talking. And the I other... think it's eight of the top ten scoring offenses. Well, that's what I mean. I'm looking at the teams that scored the most points. Yeah. The top ten are all in the postseason. The one that's not is Detroit, who finished nine and eight. It's pretty simple. Get a great offense. That's what the league is. Everyone get on board. Everyone else should stop. Here's the thing. The Giants are like 17th in points scored. They're they're the one that doesn't belong at the table. Everyone else belongs. Everyone else is is rightly there. And they're like this weird little outlier, man. But that's kind of their whole identity. Sunday's double dip starts at three local time. Bengals-Bills. This was one of the game of the year candidates when it was on the schedule at the end of the season with both teams vying for the one seed. It was a few minutes into that game that the tragedy took place with DeMar Hamlin collapsing to the ground. They didn't finish the game, so now we get to see it. It's in Buffalo at Orchard Park. Hamlin probably going to be in the stadium on Sunday. Going to be pretty miraculous to see him walk out of that tunnel with Incredible. his teammates. I got to imagine that's going to be worth a point or two <laughs> for the Buffalo Bills. The Bengals are legit. One concern for them is their offensive line. Much improved this year. They're going to be without their starting left tackle and possibly without a starting guard in this game as well. Look no further than their playoff run last year where things came crashing down in the Super Bowl largely because of their O-line play and their inability to protect Joe Burrow. 
that's game number three on the slate. And then we end things with a classic Cowboys 49ers playoff game for the ninth time. I want to say this is tied for second most ever in terms of two teams playing each other in the postseason. Who would who'd be ahead of them? Probably like Packers, Bears. I think Bears. it's like two teams that have played the same number of times. In other words, so tied say, for the most. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, to me, this is pretty simple. The question is, who do you want to see? What's the matchup you want? Or, or you know, kind of go into it. It's I hate the other teams in the NFC so much, and three of the last four teams in the NFC are NFC's teams. So San Francisco, even though I've lived a whole lifetime of seeing San Francisco make the title game with yeah, multiple so, iterations. So Danny Rue gets what he wants as a yeah. fan. No predictions here. Right. Who wins each of the games? Jags, Chiefs. Chiefs. Giants, Eagles. Giants, I guess. Bengals, Bills. Bills. And then Cowboys, Niners. Niners. AFC title game, Chiefs, Bills. Bills. So Bills are on to the Super Bowl. Bills, Niners is what NFC I'm looking for. NFC title game. Okay, so you're going San Francisco. Who mm-hmm. wins the Super Bowl? Let's see the Bills do it. Rooting for Josh so Allen. So initially, to start this season, I was kind of going, yeah, there, everybody's consensus. That's annoying. I'll, I want to zig where everyone else zags. Now, given what I've seen from the season, nothing's, it's not that easy for them. They're not a super team. They still got to work for it. They're, they're vulnerable enough. The DeMar Hamlin situation, I know it's a little bit you know Hallmark movie, but it's still pretty incredible uh, watching them go through it. And I love their process so much. They, they, this this is what I covet. I covet that design, that structure, building everything around their amazing quarterback, trying to supplement with a few high-priced free agents here and there to go get after the quarterback. This is the right way to do things. So I'm rooting for the Bills. Chiefs-Bills would be my AFC title game if I had my way. I guess I'll go Giants-Niners like you in the NFC with San Francisco coming out. And then I would probably go with a Bills-Niners Super Bowl and San Francisco winning. I'd love to see Kyle Shanahan win a title. I think he's so good at what he does, and still, it shouldn't matter because people at this point who don't get it are never going to get it. But there is the, look at the play calling when the Falcons lost to the Patriots. There's a lot of anytime you can pounce on Kyle Shanahan, they Mm -hmm. do. And sometimes rightfully so, in fairness. But I would just love to see, he's, he's, he's been flying around that light for a long time. You know, zzz. Almost, I'd like to see him yeah. land on that thing. Uh, so I'll be pulling for the Bills and probably the Niners, I guess, the rest of the way. Notice that we didn't say NFC East teams. No. Three of them remaining. We're going to break those teams down with people who cover those clubs, the Giants, the Eagles, and the Cowboys, at the top of the hour when we blitz the NFC East division. Neither of us are rooting for a Jaguars upset of the Chiefs. A little bit surprising because the Chiefs are here all the time. The Jags are new to the party. They're fun watch. They throw the ball a lot. They got good weapons. Trevor Lawrence has been really, really good this year. Like I don't hate the Chiefs yet. Like they're they're good all the time. I they're agree. always they're always there. They're not, haven't, it's you know this was the way with the Golden State Warriors for a while. I go where the they're other so way with fun. Them. I love them. Yeah, I, it's weird. Like I still really like watching. I, I wish they were on primetime all the time. They're, they they do everything I want them to do. Like uh-huh. they throw the ball constantly. They have a ton of weapons and a ton of speed and. I kind of think that's what offenses should look like. Andy Reid happens to design them better than almost everybody else. Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league, probably, at this moment. What's not to like? If they'd won a couple more Super Bowls, I'd be looking at my watch, Alabama-style, going, can we get anybody else? But they they don't have the one, yeah. They lost one, lost in the AFC title game another time. That's fair. That's true, too. If If they had two rings, or certainly three, I'd be like, enough already. We'd be tired of it. Bengals are still lovable after yes, their are. run last year. It's not like I, I don't need to see them make another run. I just really do like the Bills. I think they have an amazing fan base. 
I like the whole vibe at Orchard Park. I like the Bills Mafia and the tables and the mustard and and the whole deal. And I'm a big Josh Allen guy. I liked him at Wyoming. Well, you called your shot on that one. You had that one dead right. I mean, he he still he, he makes one or two plays every week though that make you go, "Come on, Josh." Yeah, come on, bud. You're an alien who's the best on the planet, maybe. But I just get rid of that one. Can you get rid of that one for me? He still has that in the bag every now and then, and it sometimes proves costly. All right, let's uh, span the division next. Grant and Danny here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 